Hello everyone to whoever is listening to this. This is episode number 76. It's 16th of September. It's a Wednesday. And it's 11.20 right now. Was a very tiring day. Absolutely very tiring. Uh, as I have had to go out for some work. Uh, some music related work. Which I thought was an opportunity, opportunity, but wasn't. But I don't want to talk about it. Actually, it wasn't like a bad experience, but it was an okay, okayish kind of thing. So I don't want to talk much about it. Uh, and my laptop wasn't being friendly with me today, basically. So it was having lots and lots of troubles while I was working on it. I don't know what's the problem but yeah there's some issues because of which I couldn't work uh, on time because of that that's one reason and yeah that's it so what I'll do is I'll just continue about talking about the thing which I was talking yesterday which was the project template uh, thing uh, there was much more to talk about it, but I I said um, I decided that I I would talk it uh, talk about it in the next episode. So yeah, this is the one which I have uh, in which I would talk about that. So yesterday I discussed about uh, how I set up my um, how my template basically look like looks like in the send section. So I as I said I have six send sections and I I discussed I told about. Uh, not discussed I was just the only person who was talking about I was talk I spoke about how I made uh, and landed up on those six cent channels uh, if you want to listen to ela- listen to that elaborately and want to know what exactly I was talking about you can just listen to the last episode because today's episode is an extension to the same so yesterday as i said i just discussed about the send channels today i would talk about other things which i have in my project template so whenever i open my template i have just saved uh, in ableton you have a feature when you where you save your existing state of project as a template you can do that so every time you open ableton uh, ableton won't open in its default state it will open in that particular state of template so these are the send channels as i said so on master i have i have added these new things uh, yesterday which i actually added manually but always i forgot uh, to save it as a template uh, because once you make a project and then you add something then it's very difficult to save it as template because the template will then save everything which you have made so that is not good and uh, that uh, hence i forgot uh, bought it a lot of times yesterday by uh, just i had this thought like I, I should save everything which i do very repeatedly and that's what a template is actually if you're doing something very repeatedly and if it's very common like if it's something uh, uh, for example adding a side chain if you do that side chain on like most of the channels and you have like this one channel when you where you flow all your signal through for us for side chain and just add it in your template that will reduce a lot of time uh, i i used to do i have this 
side chain thing earlier uh, in trap music but i uh, in house music i i thought that i should process the side chaining a, a bit differently uh, so i i'll tell uh, i'll also talk about what i do for that so yeah talking about more about the template uh, as i said about the mastering chain uh, i don't have much with changes the sound actually there are mostly metering plugins uh, first one being the utility uh, just this this plugin is just to switch between mono and stereo so while mixing if i feel that i want to check my whole mix in mono i'll just click the mono button on utility and i'll listen to the track in mono then i have a rack which is very important uh, since like i've been practicing this for like a year now uh, in my mixing so this is my xyz rack so what xyz means is actually if you go to the fundamentals of mixing like the actual fundamentals the basics of mixing so a mix is actually considered to be in a room like to be referred uh, like some people are playing instruments or the sounds are coming in from a room so a room is a 3d space and in a 3d space you have three axes one is x one is y and one is z the x axis is across like right or left that can be the cross if you are the center that is right or the left y axis is up or down so both x and y axis are in one plane which is in front of you one big plane so basically uh, if i would explain this a 3d space is when you are actually inside a room uh, that's technically 4d space but i am not talking about science right now so if i just consider an ideal state if you are standing inside a room you are standing inside a 3d space but if i take a picture of my room then that picture is a 2d space because it's just on a plane i am it's it, it doesn't have any depth i can i can't go through the picture but if i'm standing in a 3d space i can go and be wherever i want to uh, so what this x xyz axis actually in mixing if you move your sounds from left or right for example if you pan them then they are you are actually doing you're manipulating your sound in the x axis that's what you're doing and when you eqing a sound when you eqing the lows when you eqing the highs mids you are actually manipulating the y axis like ideally the y axis but uh, the thing is y axis can cannot be manipulated that's very difficult to do like you can't make a bass sound in a 1k spectrum that just can't happen so why is y axis is more restricted so what y axis helps in doing is just eliminating sound like if some sounds are there in the bottom which i don't want them to be i can just carve out the sound and remove the sound over there and just have the region which i want which is more prominent or uh, something which is not clashing with some some other instrument so everything which is there in the y axis is manipulated by the eq but it is also manipulating the eq is also manipulating the z axis because the in eq you not only remove the frequencies but you also decrease the level sometimes of the frequency 
which happens most of the time so that is manipulating the z axis but the best the ideal z axis manipulation would be the volume if the volume is turned up the sound is sounding in front of you which is coming uh, literally on your face but if the volume is low it's going back of the room so then you're manipulating the z axis now what uh this rack does which i have on master it it visualizes is it helps me in visualizing these three axes so the first uh plugin i use for x axis is wider or uh, uh, not wider it's 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 a, it's something i use in the production but uh this is called imager sorry uh, my mistake this is this plugin is called imager this plugin shows me a spectrum view of x and y like the right and left channel like what is happening in my right and left channel just that it just shows me what's happening in my x-axis this is one plugin x for y i use span uh, span is if 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 you are into production if you're listening to this to this and you are into production you should get this plugin this is a free plugin this is just a eq analyzer and it's it's more than just a eq analyzer actually you can analyze a lot of stuff you can just uh, go through the manual of span you'll get a pdf with span plugin which you can read or you can just go, go through any uh, videos of how to use span to improve your mixes and all that that's one important plugin uh, which i have which 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 uh, helps me to visualize the y spectrum the uh, the y and uh, dimension so the x dimension is visualized by the major y by the eq and for z i use a normal limiter that's it uh mostly i uh, i used to have this limiter thing like i used to see what's happening on the limiter and how the sound is in z uh, to visualize the z dimension but now i just use a uh, normal loudness meter it just tells me how loud it is because that's more important for me while i'm mixing i don't want to see exactly where the sound is in the z axis because i can it's very easy to recognize that it's not a difficult thing x even x axis is a easy thing but uh, for x axis it's difficult when you're not having like extreme values like i have pan i don't pan extremely like 30 or 30 left or 30 right i just pan like very little just 3 left 4 left so i don't actually get where the sound is like if i listen very keenly to the to just one sound i can understand but i can't understand if it's in reference with the track or with uh, inside the track so the z axis is mostly visualized by the meter so sometimes i use the wlm meter or uh, recently i have discovered that even the limiter uh, fafilter pro limiter also has this uh, mode where i can view the uh, loudness so now i sometimes i use that so this is my xyz rack which i use there's also one plugin which i have i don't know it's free or not but i have bought it free from the mag computer ma- music mag magazine uh this is called i forgot this name i have i have it in my master but i forgot its name it's called z uh, no no it's not called z plane it's called 
it's some limiter it's it's called v limiter or something uh, v meter some some meter it its name is some meter but it it doesn't help me actually that much i just have it because it looks nice it looks like a nice waveform is in there but it doesn't help me like production wise i recently started using it i haven't been using it for a long time i recently discovered this plugin and it's a paid plugin and i have it for free because of a uh, music mic so i use it anyways uh and then a recent add on to this list of mastering chain is uh i have also discussed this in it previous to previous uh in a previous to previous episode which is i add a multi band compressor and i compress the mid range by changing the range of it obviously i don't keep it within the range which is default uh, into the dynamic uh, compressor multi band multi band compressor basically so it's uh, i have in- reduced the highs i have kept it only till 5k 5 to 8k and for lows i have taken it to 200k something so i compress that particular region with a very less threshold which is around minus 21 and i use a ratio of like 1 is to 2 point something and i compress so that it's it's a little bit compressed so it sounds low and then i have used the makeup gain to increase the same amount of uh, volume which is been reduced so that it's balanced now it doesn't sound too quiet or too low so i have i've got this trick from uh, the mimix lab tutorials i do if you are listening to this uh, mention uh, a lot of times don't think that i have been paid by them to do this uh, plug i am not doing this plug because i don't even know those guys who actually make the mimix lab website so uh, this is a trick which look up rotlessy has shown which is adding a mid just compressing the mid range a bit so that your lows and highs are more prominent and also the mid becomes more in front giving them a very good space like good separation like lows are very, like very little thing and this is applied even before making a track like i i haven't even started making a track so this is just laying there on the master this is done because Uh, when i'm producing it makes sure that my mids which is the most audible area in a track is heard well by the listener this is just doing that this is just making sure that that will happen once i produce the track so this is something i added and so yeah that's all that's uh, and the compressor being the only thing which is affecting the sound sonically because uh, this is on the master every time so it, it will affect it and uh, the new two additions which i have done is earlier i just used to have one track just there because uh, the ableton default template has four four tracks one is two audio tracks and two midi tracks and nothing is on them so what i do is i have added i have added couple of tracks now i have added uh, which i have realized i do this very commonly uh i have added one track channel one midi track channel for the kick which has some preloaded effects on it i don't want to talk about those because i have collected this information this knowledge of having uh, the right uh what do you say sound processing on the kick 
and it's very tough to explain like why i use these specific so i'll just say what i use on my cake i'll uh, i have a effect track it's basically a eq and compressor it's very difficult to explain this will take me like a whole episode to just explain what this uh, one simple effect effect track does then there's one puke tech eq it's a puke tech simulation eq so that's there uh then the second uh, midi uh, track uh, i have of is of my own drum kit uh, which i have made which i've curated by my own actually i haven't used any reference for that and i have been developing and making it better and better every day so this is a drum kit i used uh, this is just a ableton rack i have start i have taken a ableton rack and just added a couple of samples in there so this rack uh, i'll talk about it's not dependent upon what samples you're using you can use any samples just be just make sure that you're using the right sample in the right block basically if you're using like you should use a clap if there's a clap section written over there you can't use a hat on the clap you can do it like there are no rules in music you can do it but the rack i have made is like i have at least some limitations so that it, it it's helpful for someone else so this rack has like eight sample uh, slots uh, which is uh, like one kick one clap one hat and one open hat this is like the basic four rack the other four rack contains four hats and other four rack contains uh, percussions and the last four rack contains a uh, diff uh, sonic percussions which are like the claves bongos and every, everything so this is the drum kit basic drum kit but i have modified it so complex so complex that i it's it's even now difficult for me to explain but i don't need to explain it to anyone because i don't want someone to replicate that uh, the only be- the benefit behind this uh, drum kit uh, drum kit is that i have uh, these cool macro knobs uh, there are four macro knobs which are very interesting uh, the other four are more sonical like they are more like gives more wide uh, wideness to the sound more more highs uh, like pushes the highs a bit and very very small things uh, but the last four are named uh, from city names so basically there are four knobs which na- one is named amsterdam second one is named uh, bolin third one is named ibiza and fourth one is named chicago so what this does is uh, these knobs if you if you make your drum kit if you lay down all your midi midi notes and just have a good drum loop and if you if you turn on these knobs of particular cities you'll notice that your drum kit would sound as if it was created in that particular city uh now this is this is because i have heard a lot of music from these four particular cities berlin being more more of techno music amsterdam being more of house and more experimental and all kind of all kind of stuff like big room and everything and uh ibiza being more like tech house core deep house tech house kind of music and uh then the last one being chicago which i've discovered more recently which is more of that underground machine kind of where warehouse sound so if you if you use those knobs uh, you listen or you'll hear that okay this drum was maybe made in this particular city 
I actually want to put this drum kit out because but now I am tweaking it more and more to become it better uh, because I am planning to sell this drum kit and not just have it uh, for free I'll put it for like paid <sighs> one of the day so I'll put it for paid version somewhere or I'll just host a paid website or extension to my own website I'll do that because I don't want uh, all my research and hard work to go just uh, just for free I want to sell it if anyone interested that you can buy it uh, yeah so this is the drum kit channel oh my god I've already crossed 20 minutes I think I have to cover one more episode for this because this is becoming so interesting to talk about this whole startup template I've just came halfway through talking about my templates and yeah I'll, I'll continue this again uh, as it's 20 minutes up right now I have to finish this episode uh, if you if you if you found anything relatable and if you want to discuss about your templates starting templates in your production you can just DM me on my Instagram my Instagram handle is at the rate critics music uh, if you're listening to this for the first time you can uh, so ba- I'll tell you this is basically a podcast slash audio journal so I record an episode every day if you're curious and you want to know why exactly I do that you can just scroll down and listen to the first episode or you can just listen to the pin trailer of this podcast uh, if you like this just stay tuned as I said you will get a new episode every day and uh, I'll watch something now because it's late night and I'm I'm not feeling much asleep. So yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.